Hello, party people. This is the Just Ideas podcast. My name's Andy. I'm with Andy, and these are Just Ideas. In today's episode, we're going to discuss Dr. Urich's new class at OSU. That will serve as the inspiration for a new series we're calling The Game of Life. And in today's episode, we'll tell you about the prize. Support for this podcast comes from Box Drop in Stillwater, Oklahoma. Box Drop Stilly is OSU student-owned and operated, offering still-in-the-plastic mattresses at an incredible price. Savings are 40 to 70% off what they would retail. The savings continue during the spring semester for Oklahoma State students and faculty who get $50 off. So go check out Box Drop Stilly on Google and Facebook today. One day, McIntyre and McIntyre Jr. are sitting down together, and Jr. looks to his dad and he says, Dad, I just got done with the career fair this week, and well, an insurance company was talking with me, and we were talking, and they think I might be a good fit for the job. Seems like, you know, it's a cool company, cool position. I think I'm really excited about it. And McIntyre looks at him and he thinks, well, I thought you were in school for management. I thought you wanted to go into management after school. And Junior kind of shrugs off and goes, well, it just sounds like a really cool job. And McIntyre pauses for another minute and he thinks, and he goes, I don't know. Selling insurance seems pretty hard. What do you think? It's the worst job in the world. The worst job in the world. There's another, and I don't, you know, there's a lot of different kinds of insurance, but if you just have to bug people and try to sell them life insurance, yeah. so you're getting married soon. So people are going to call you and say, Hey, I want to take you to coffee and tell you about insurance. Like, are you excited about that? <laughs> I'm not thrilled. No, no. they're going to make it almost impossible to say no. You're going to have to say no. The job description of insurance people is listening to people say no to you. And, and normal people can't do it. But the real problem in the story yes. is that McIntyre Jr. is waddling along the career fair, letting the world come up to him instead of figuring out what he really wants to do. Okay, I got gotcha. you. I've been there. I've been to the career fair. Yeah, it's a nightmare. <laughs> when you were at the career fair, did you talk to Google? Google wasn't there. I think Apple, they were busy that day. Apple was Apple there? Oh, Apple had to reschedule. Disney was Disney there? Disney took a rain check. Disney took a Taco rain check. Taco Bueno was Taco Bueno there? Oh, in full force. Yeah, Taco <laughs> Bueno was there. Yeah, in the Dallas Sheriff's Department. There must be something rough about working in the Dallas Sheriff's Department <laughs> if they have to come all the way up here to find sheriffs. But yeah, people at the career fair are people who need people. Yeah. And, and people um, with the most wonderful job in the world, you, you will beat a path to them. They're not coming to you. No, right? no. But, but anyway, the point is, in this, in this podcast, this is one of my biggest, you know, ideas, commitments, pillars, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But I've got a new angle for my people skills class, because as you know, with the people skills class... The OSU donors are thrilled. Yeah. The businesses are thrilled. The parents are thrilled. And the students hate it. <laughs> That's how you know you got something. Yeah, exactly. That's how I know I've got something. So I think the reason it's not it's not going as smoothly as it could, and, and, and I mean, I don't say that as a negative thing, but I am always trying to make it better. So one of the things I think I've um, figured out is that, you know, when I stand in the front of the class telling people you know, what to do. It's like a little bit of a scold thing and it's a little bit of like a promoting society thing. So I have a whole new approach to it. 
and I don't know why it took me so long to figure it out because this is my approach to life. Okay. And the idea I'm telling the students is that life is a game and you're playing the game of life. Right. Yeah. And when, and when you win and, and it's the greatest game ever, because first of all, every life is everything. Yeah. And second of all, you get to decide what's winning and what's losing. Perfect game. It is the perfect game. So we start by, and so the, the metaphor of class is that I am going to introduce this idea that life's a game and you're trying to win. Right. And that I am, you know, your coach, your mentor, your cheerleader, right? Inspiring yep. you, encouraging you, propping you up, and most importantly, giving you strategies, you know, to succeed. Totally. So here's how you tell if you're winning the game or not. Okay. Right? Most people want, you know, some kind of a partner. Most people want a certain amount of money, may want a family, want to have exciting experiences or exotic experiences. You want to have certain friends. Yeah. You want to, so the game, the winning is like, where do you live? How do you live? What do you have? And who do you know? Sure. Sure. That's, that's a good that's summation what of it. The game is. Yeah. And so in class, we pour out ideas on how to, you know, and let me ask you, Andy. Yeah. How do you, you're, you've already um, picked your partner. Indeed. But to those, um, to Dan and Daniel, who uh, help us record podcasts and erase them, <laughs> what, uh, what would you advise them to do if they wanted to find the best partner they could? Sure. I think my most basic advice would be, Look for in a partner, someone that is always curious about themselves and others. And if they have that frame of mind to say, I exist who I am today, but that's not who I want to be tomorrow and the next day, then I think you really got something. But if someone just says, I am who I am, like it or leave it, you know, then I don't think you're going to find a, a very apt partner. Yeah. Well, this is why we have the podcast because you always get the questions wrong. <laughs> the, uh, the answer is... Yeah, let me hear it. The answer is, you would tell Dan and Daniel, they want to make themselves into the best person they can be. Sure. Because the better person they are, the better partner they can attract. Well, and I would agree. Yeah, right. So that's what, that's what the game's about. So there's no tricks here. How do you get the greatest job? Make yourself the greatest person. How do you get the greatest partner? Make yourself the greatest person. How do you get a lot of money? Make yourself the greatest person, right? So, so there's no tricks here. Right. It's being deliberate. Now, the problem is... The overwhelming majority of my students think they're going to get all this good stuff. Yeah. Easier said than done, right? You know why they think it? Tell me. It's like, because I'm me. Why wouldn't it be good? I'm me. What's your plan? I'm me. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. They think like, they got to Why it would I be me if it wasn't going to end well? Oh, that's pretty, See? that's pretty novel. I like that. And there's, there is, you know, if you wanted to drag in some research, which you actually love to do, there's a huge yeah. optimism bias. That humans okay. have. Tell they me about the optimism bias. They think they're going to win. They think things are going to go well. Yeah. Right? They, they anticipate that they will win a lot and that things will come up their way and that they won't have problems. Like, for example, um, with, with marriage, right? Someone did an interview and they asked about, you know, 40 to 50% of marriages end in divorce. Yeah. And they went around and asked thousands of uh, people who are about to get married, what do you think the odds of you getting divorced are? And uh, it was uniformly 100% zero. 
100% zero. I'm not going to lie to you. When I was getting married, I said, if I were my friends, I'd put the over under at three and a half years. That's right. That's about knowing me. And, you know, I um, I made it longer. And in my defense, I've been working at the game and trying to up my game. Sure, sure. What I'm going to try to do as I go on these, you know, dates and search for a a, a girlfriend or whatever, a partner, is I want to try to find somebody who has my level of mental health or better. (laughs) An aspirational goal. Yeah, but the point is, if you're, and I don't, you know, listeners can be snarky and say, well, exactly how high is that? We don't need to, the point is, (laughs) whatever level I'm at, it's my level or higher. And of course, not going to be able to get a woman that's too much higher than me or she won't want to mess with me. Fair enough. Fair enough. Right? I can see that. So the best thing I can do is keep trying to up my emotional intelligence. So the way you play the game is consistently work on yourself yeah. to make yourself the best player you can do. Well, and I like that. I definitely like that. But I think, you know, and I think you'll agree with this is that a lot of the the roadblock you encounter with these students is just like you said, is I'm me. I got it figured out, you know, so yeah. why would I listen to an old head like you? <laughs> And, and the thing that's funny is they think that they understand people skills. Like, I got it. I got it. I got it. I know. I know. Yeah. And what happens is when you hit puberty, right? Right. Everything your parents say to you, you say, I know. <laughs> yes. Right? Yes. And then you get to college and the goal is the sooner at college you can stop saying, I know, the better you're going to be at the game. I like that. That's a real great idea. I don't know a goddamn thing. And I'm old and I still don't know a goddamn (laughs) thing. I go to bed wondering what the hell am I wrong about? What don't I know that that can help me out? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think, you know, I mean, you always call out cow-eyed optimists, but I mean, you know, maybe there is something to the optimist because otherwise it's just like, well, we'll never reach where we want to be because there's always something to learn, someone that's better. You know, you talk about the mountain, you look up or down, but all the same, what's the hope for us, you know? Well, the hope is that when you make yourself a better person, you get a joy and you feel good. And if you can consistently do things that improve yourself, improve the way you play the game, right? These are improvements to yourself. Eventually, you won't need your marijuana card. You will feel good just being you and you won't have to get high to feel good. Like the turtle sunbathing on the rock, I think is how you've put it. Why I hate the bathrobe. Like, let's not give up. Let's fight till we win. It's <laughs> we're playing the game of life. That's the right. The bathrobe, the marijuana, it's an unconditional surrender. You're waving the surrender flag at life. <laughs> I'm not gonna try to win. I'm gonna sit on my freaking sofa and watch Netflix and surrender. That's right. And a lot of I guess in college, you know, and I've done it at times too, is you surrender. It's easy. So yeah, how do you surrendering is so easy. Oh, yeah, it's the best. <laughs> Let me tell you another thing about winning. Okay. That is, and you know, and, and the thing that's so odd about it is they look at me and they're like, I'm like, you a winner? Yeah. Are you winning? And it's like, well, and I tell them two things. One, you don't know what my goals are. So you don't know if I'm winning or not. And, and, and uh, two, I'm old and you're young and I'm helping you. It's got literally nothing to do with me. Right. Uh, that, that's yeah. the next thing. And here's something I noticed about human b- behavior. And as luck would have it, it's catastrophically disappointing as well. Whenever you try to tell somebody something that's going to help them, yeah, 
you could like take the idea and run with it. Sure. Or you could like throw it, fling it. Like, how come you don't do it? Do you oh, do yeah. that? Like, like, I got nothing to do with it. I'm the coach. I'm not throwing <laughs> any blocks. I'm not tackling anybody. I'm not running the cover two defense. Oh, I know. I am helping you. People want to see the money. You know, put your money where your mouth is. They want to see that. Right. And of course, I feel like I'm winning in a lot of aspects. Yeah. Because here's the thing. That I, this is what I was going to tell you before I ran down that last okay. um, rabbit hole. One of the ways to tell if you're winning is how much flexibility do you have? Oh, okay. In your life. Sure. Right? So if my kids have a soccer game in Dallas, I can always miss a day and go down there. Any day. Yeah. Right? Even if I have class, I can tape my lecture in advance. Pretty nice. Right? Yeah. It's great. A lot of flexibility. Do you have any power? Right? How many people are telling me what to do? Only you, Andy. Right? <laughs> You're the one who tells me where to be there and what to talk about. But I have a, I have a lot of power and I have a lot of control. So yes. another thing you get when you win the game is you've got flexibility, you've got power, and you've got control. Right? People aren't telling you what to do. Don't have to kiss the boss's butt. Right? Yeah. You are doing what you want to do and you can make things happen. You, you mentioned that when I took your people skills class is I think – some other iteration of that was like, you could retire at any time. You could say whatever you wanted in class, you know, something along that cadence. And then if you get fired, then so what you're out of there and you'll, you'll have an early retirement. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So if you live in, um, you know, if you live in the suburbs, let's even say you're a dentist, which has got to be one of the most, um, unfortunate ways that people accumulate a lot of money. Yeah. Being a dentist. Okay. It's, the, it's literally the last thing in the world I would be. It seems like it's nothing but details in sure. other people's mouth. The worst place for details, right? <laughs> so details is what irritates me. And these details are in somebody else's mouth. Yes, the context dentist, is bad. Yeah, you're a dentist. I admire the fact that they get the other people to do the work and that they get the money. That part's admirable. But being the <laughs> dentist like itself is not. So you could be a dentist and you could be living in, you know, Flower Mound, Texas, and you could have a, a big ass house can even have a summer house you can have you have a range rover your spouse has a range rover but you're flat broke right right, right? and if um you know somebody ends up rolling up dental clinics like yeah. they rolled up pharmacies you're going to sure. be working for somebody and the party's over so if i was a dentist i'd be you know living below my means and saving up money and that's what i was talking about gotcha. so if you have enough money um, to retire, or if you're younger, if you have enough money to take a year off, boss says, kiss my ass. You say, Hey, I got an idea. Why don't you kiss my ass? <laughs> and that's actually what freedom is. That's power and control. Right. You know, and, and see, I would never do that. I would never say that to my boss, but the thing is I can. Mm, gotcha. And that's what freedom is. Freedom is when you are you have flexibility, power, and control. So the fact that I could tell my boss to stick it makes me <laughs> feel very, very, very good. If I couldn't tell him, I'd be miserable. I'm never going to tell him. Well, let me hit you with something. <laughs> flexibility, power, and control to say, you know, kiss my ass. How about this? I feel like a lot of your students think to themselves, well, I I feel like I could say that anyway. You know, the dean of the business school, come on in, you know. Absolutely. I'm done. But, you know, they're maybe not thinking of the repercussions. So you're maybe catering your message 
with this tone of like, well, I'm, you know, financially solid and all that. But these other students, they're not financially solid, maybe, but they're like, hey, I'll say it anyway. What do you say to that? All right. You know what kind of person gets in a fist fight? <laughs> Tell me. Someone who has nothing to live for. <laughs> People right? who get in fist fights can always say, you know, up yours. That's right. right? Because they have nothing to live. So in some cultures, you're allowed to have more than one wife. That's true. And there's only two groups of people within those culture who have more than one wife. Okay. Very rich people and poor people. You know <laughs> why the poor? Very rich people. Rich people make sense. I don't get the poor people. Why the poor people? Well, the rule is you have to um, you have to support all your wives at the same level. Okay. So you have to have enough money that all your wives can live like you do. So if you're very rich, you can do it. Yeah. And if you're poor, you've got nothing. So they're all broke. Oh, no. no I'm, I'm serious. I mean, that's that's actually serious. You go to these cultures, I'm, I'm, I'm being very serious, oh. right? So, you know, like if you're working at the Sunglass Hut, yep. you can tell your boss to stick it because your car has already been repossessed, right? And yeah. you just go get another job at the mall, right? Maybe take a couple of weeks off. Sure, right? sure. So if you don't have any money, you have a certain amount of freedom, but you're getting thrown out of your apartment. Your car is getting repossessed. You know, I mean, it's, it's not that. the way I would want to live, but you, but you are, you are flexible because <laughs> you're used to moving from sofa to sofa or whatever the case may be. So, um, but I mean, that, that was a serious point. No. Right? And so I, the students, the students do feel like they can say stick it, but that's because their parents are taking care of them and they have nothing which yeah. was the point of the story, right? Because you have nothing, you can say it. But once you get something, like someone's got to pay for those Range Rovers. Someone's got to pay the mortgage. Someone's got to, you know, pay for the condo in Cancun that you bought when you were drinking. Yeah. Right? I, I mean, so, so there's no freedom there. You are serving the beast. No, I think you've, I think you've actually defined, you know, privilege. A lot of people are confused about the word privilege means, and maybe it is that illustration you helped, helped create there of the college student that has nothing, you know, nothing to worry about, wants to get in a fist fight at Murphy's on a Friday night because, you know, they're being taken care of and they can kind of, they can act as if they have flexibility and power, flexibility, power and control when they in reality do not. And so they get to act in a way that's not true to their authentic situation. Right. And then to say that you already have, have people skills is like you could, you're, whatever your people skills are, they could always be much, much better. Oh, sure. Like, sure. So in golf, like, you know, are you living, you know, here you, you have people skills. That means your partner is the dream partner. <laughs> like, you know, right. my dream partner would be, I would, you know, take, take uh, Tom Brady's wife away from him. That, <laughs> that would be, you know, I'll have, per, I'll be done with people skills when I can pull that stunt off. Gotcha. Right. Right. <laughs> sure. Cause it would be, I would get a hot wife and piss off Tom Brady. It'd be a double winner. Yes. And only right. in your dreams, right? <laughs> At the, right. That that's people skills. If you could do that, that's right? the but top. Who can do that? Right? Yeah. Do you have, you know, do you have every single penny you want? You well, you're not done with your people skills till you do. And if you do, fine, right? Is your family, is it running on all cylinders? You know, you got your, you're doing everything as you have time to do the parent thing, you're patient and so forth. You have all the friends you want and the, you know, I mean, you never win. It's like golfing. You'd have to get a hole in one on every shot. Yeah. Before you're done. I was, I was thinking the same metaphor. I was going to say, why do people keep golfing? You know, I guess Tiger keeps swinging the club, 
you know, if money was no object to, to get the, get the hole in the one every time. It's like if I took Tom Brady's wife and it took me three months, why couldn't I get her in six weeks? Like <laughs> you're, you're never, ever done. No, never. And yeah, I, so, you know, yeah. So the big idea and going, going back to our um, little Macklejack and the right. problem at the career fair is that he was walking through life and he let somebody try to talk him into getting the, like to helping them with this job he had never heard of. When you're going to play the game, maybe the hardest part of the game, especially for young people, is to envision this life. Because you've grown up one way and you don't know all the different ways to live. But, we, but you know, we're, we're probably getting towards the end of our time right now. But if you're going to live deliberately, you're going to think about what kind of partner you want. You're not going to, and I mean, you don't have to until a certain age, but you're going to think about the attributes you want your partner to have. You're going to think about the income you think you need. And you're going to think about the, ex the experiences that you want to have. And you're going to, so you're going to draw the picture in your mind of how you want your life to be. Yeah. And then you're going to run out there and you, you know, we're going to do more podcasts on this, but we're going to break down. This was um, introducing the game and explaining the prize of, of what winning is, but we can go through another podcast and we'll bring you the pieces, right? That, that make the picture come into focus and be real. I like it. Well, I think that's a perfect way to end it. I'm so excited for the next one. But for Just Ideas, my name's Andy, and that was Andy. <laughs>